This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Hey, so before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys about Disney+. Plus. Now, I know by now you've probably heard about Disney+, Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From classics like Snow White to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live-action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hayes sent you. What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of The Awakened Soul. I know this one is a tad bit late, um, but I've been getting over sickness. Uh, I've really been honestly like sick and shut in most this weekend. So uh, you probably still hear it in my voice a little bit. But, you know, I can't let even sickness take me uh, away from giving you guys another dope pod to step to. So we're back this week. Probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode just because of me being sick. Uh, no guests this week. We do have Tia coming in with uh, the Cookie Chronicles uh, episode two of that going on after the end of Minor Hay segment. Other than that, not much. Uh, let me go ahead and I guess get the business out the way. If this is your first time listening to the Awakened Soul, make sure you go and follow us at Awakened Soul Power. You can also follow me individually at CEO Hayes. Make sure you also go to the Breaks Media Network dot com to find this podcast as well as all the podcasts that are part of the Breaks Media Network. Um, that's it. We got some exciting things coming to the Breaks Media Network. We actually just had uh, our uh, meeting with all the, I guess you call it a board meeting. I hate being like really formal. So all the executives and heads of the Breaks Media kind of sat down. We had a conference call to go over uh, things that we're going to be implementing and uh, launching uh, into 2020. So that's always exciting. Not going to be teasing any of that there, though. Just know it's coming. Um, otherwise, on this podcast, uh, we got to get into my crazy, dark, twisted, crazy ass mind. So we're gonna go ahead and get into our intro. And after that, we're gonna be hopping into the end of mind. Hey, segment. I'll see you people there. The following is a breaks media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world. The awakened soul hosted by my daddy. Ladies and gentlemen, so uh, this week we're hopping to my dark and twisted, crazy ass mind. And the what I have to say here during the end of my hay segment is actually going to also pay off during the discussion topic. So it's kind of a of a two part. They play off each other very well this week. Um, the first thing that I kind of want to address is so last week was uh, the debut of our new 
uh, sponsorship with uh, Disney Plus. And so because of that, I remember I announced I announced it like a week or two before it actually happened. And um, of course, that brought its own set of naysayers and um, people who just kind of had they were either doubtful or they responded in hate. And so that is going to play off, like I said, when we get into the discussion topic. But sometimes you have to realize, and this is the thing that I realized while this was happening, is that the same people who were hating on the Disney Plus deal when it was announced, talking about announcements, uh, is it actually going to happen and questioning it? Once it did become official, those same people were were they were gone. They were nowhere to be found. You couldn't see them. They didn't comment on it. They didn't even walk back their comments. And when that stuff happens, when stuff like that happens, that's when you need to realize that people will use you or use the things that you are successful in or that you accomplish. And because they can't accomplish it, of course, the first thing that they'll go to is, oh, it's not true. Or they'll try to bring you down to them. Their own doubt and their own um, insecurity will cause them to hate on you. And they may not even realize they're doing it. It may not even be um, one of those things that is intentional. It's because in their mind, they're thinking, oh, well, I couldn't do it. How is this motherfucker doing it? And that's what you want people to think. You want people to be able to, when they when they think about stuff that you do or they when they look at stuff you do, make it wonder, well, if, if, if how can they do it if I'm not doing it? Be inspired. Like, and this is the thing is this people will sit back and they'll hate on stuff so much or mention things so much. And it takes away from them being able to accomplish it. You're sitting there watching other people's moves so much that you're not making your own moves. And because of that, because of your lack of being able to make moves for years of you being in this game, then you sit around and you'll 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 try to take down the people around you who are accomplishing more than you it's not anything there's no there's no huge secret to this there is a level of you do have to have uh, a level of expertise you do have to have a level of business acumen you do have to have a level of just being out there to go and get it and everyone has that I think people can't almost everyone can achieve that if they work towards it but you have these people who they they will work harder to try to bring you down than to work harder on on improving their own craft and their own things, and it's been something that like, and it it it's it's kind of twofold, right? Because you can look at you have the people who are who have achieved more, who then kind of talk down to the people below them. For example, like there's the people who like um who like marvel at like the the fact that they passed three hundred six hundred plays or whatever. Like if I if if I, I could easily say, well, if that's something I was going to do, I would I would celebrate that three times every episode because we do those numbers easily. But you don't you don't. So you don't talk down to people below you. But at the same time, you, you can't throw stones at the people ahead of you. Try to learn from them. And some people are so caught up in their hate and in their insecurity and in their self-doubt that they will flat out hate more than what they put into work of their own craft and those type of people you have to just ignore right because it's not worth it if they're if you're sitting there and you can't even backtrack on your own statements or admit hey i was wrong then why do i care when you're making whatever statements that you make and that's the thing that people do they will they will quit clearly and quickly talk about things that they doubt but when those things come to pass are you proving it or whatever else those same people are quiet as fuck and guess what? Those are the people who aren't worth your time. You need to stop. Like, 
and this is what we'll talk about in our discussion topic. We actually in the discussion topic today is 10 ways on how to use haters to fuel your own success. So I already already gave you a little hint there of what's going to happen in the discussion topic this week. But it's just something that was definitely on my mind because you sit that you sit back and I've always been someone in this game who who freely gives away knowledge and resources. I always have the same when I talk to new podcasters, even podcasters that have been around that I help. I really, truly, honestly feel that knowledge is best when it's shared. We we work in a space where people will hold back information because it like they feel like it, it will keep them from, or other people from achieving over them by holding back information. It's like, no, I want everybody to win. If I have, a, if I've learned something or if I've uh, jumped over an obstacle I want to sit there and tell the next person How to avoid that same obstacle when it comes up Because that's how we push the culture for it That's how we push this podcasting game for it And people get so caught up in hate And I, I see it all I see everything but it's something that I've realized Towards the end of 2019 t- Kind of in the middle there Is that everything isn't worth my time and energy right? Because while you're sitting there hating And I have this saying I say it all the time People you, pe- We naturally are conditioned to welcome love right we welcome the love we welcome the appreciation we welcome the adoration and all that stuff but hate we forget that you can use hate to fuel you also but you don't have to return you return love you return the love that people give to you return the adoration that people give to you at least you should if you're a good person you will return that back to that person and help fill them back in because they're sitting there filling you but for people who hate you don't just leave them sit there empty and hateful but you can use that energy to keep it pushing for yourself and the full things you're doing. You're usually doing something. I'm get, I'm going too far. I'm going too far into my message and my discussion topic. So I'll hold it. I'll hold it back there. But overall, in the, during this In the Mind Hey segment, I just want to say this. For all of those that that thought the Disney Plus thing or, or was, wasn't was going to happen or I wasn't going to be able to achieve it or I wasn't going to be able to pull it through and they, they voiced that opinion very loudly, even if they didn't necessarily mention me exactly, and now that it happens and you're quiet on it, thank you. I thank you for that because you just proved me right. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to get into uh, the Cookie Chronicles. And then after that, uh, you probably hear a, a message from another Breaks Media podcast. And we're going to get into the discussion topic for today. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Beck Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys, it's Trell, and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat, where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> well, 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 welcome. The Cookie Chronicles. Caramel, dripping in my bed. Yeah, you know what's going through my head. Looking for the queen. Your host, the first lady. You got the right one. Hey, Saints and Aints. This is the first lady with Cookie Chronicles. Welcome to week two. Okay, so I may be a little late, but I had to come on and talk about this for this week. Now, I'm not sure how many of you have seen the R. Kelly docuseries you know it started last year around this time last year part one season one and we learned a little more detail about what art kelly was doing to these little girls and these grown women as far as sexually assaulting them and raping them and pedophilia you know we all heard about the sex tape of the 14 year old when we were younger um i heard about that when i was in you know ninth grade 
Um, but yeah, so all that to say, part two, season two came out January 2nd of this year, 2020. And I'm a little late watching it, but I had to binge watch it over the weekend. And I must say, one, that I'm very, very, very happy that R. Kelly is now arrested. Two, um, I know there's a few people arrested with him. I'm not quite sure who they are to his camp. But if you've seen season one, then you know the two or three other people that arrested are that are arrested with him is not enough. Um, I'm not necessarily going to blame all of the parents because all of the parents did not know. Um, some of these kids were lying to their parents, but as far as other people that should be in jail with him, uh, would be certainly his road managers, um, his other regular day-to-day management, um, all of the people that were watching the house, security guards, um, everyone in his camp basically should be arrested and charged for things that they knew. Um, We learned in season one that he had went to McDonald's, a McDonald's not too far from where his studio was in Chicago, and he would recruit women there. Um, There's also stories of him, you know, at concerts and being out and about having his security team and his entourage, you know, go to women who they thought were his type in the audience and, you know, give them a card or a piece of paper with his number on there. And he kind of had the same MO, like he chose young girls or women that he knew had some type of issues, whether they were battling depression or they didn't have family or no one to support them. Um, but he definitely used the same tactic for the younger girls and the grown women. You know, initially when he would text them and they would speak back and forth, you know, he would start off being very friendly. Um, he would, you know, act as some type of support system. And then all of a sudden he would flip. It was like he was bipolar. He was the jackal at some point. But if you guys have not seen this docuseries, please see it. I mean, I know... You've seen a lot on social media about it, and you've heard about it from friends and family that have watched it, but you definitely need to watch it for yourself. Um, one of the great things that we found out in season two of this docuseries was that Asriel Clary, uh, one of the girls that was on the Gail King interview, is gone now. And if you are on social media super, super heavy like me, then you saw over the past few days that Asriel Clary and Jocelyn Savage had a fight. And... During this fight on Azriel's live, she was pretty much spilling beans here and there. She was saying that, you know, Robert has been lying to you. He's been lying to everybody. That's why he didn't let us watch the first season of the docuseries. And when she was fighting Jocelyn, she was like, you know, you're going to jail. You were sleeping with me when I was 17. So it's a lot going on. And the amount of therapy and family love that these girls are going to need to get over it is insane. I just wish everybody the best. Um, It looks like Jocelyn Savage is still wrapped up under R. Kelly's spell, even though he's in jail. She is not leaving. Um, I wish that she snaps out of it as soon as possible. You know, they said Asriel only really went back after she left to go back with her family. She only went back to R. Kelly's house where we saw the fight on Instagram to talk to Jocelyn and, you know, pack up some of her stuff and, you know, try to talk Jocelyn out of it and let her, like, show her what was really going on. 
But again, if you haven't seen this docuseries, there's so many details that, you know, friends and family forget to tell you when they talk about it and social media forgets to say. I mean, a lot of us seen the clips from the Gail King interview. That's not nothing. Like, you really need to sit down and binge watch season two and season one of our Kelly docuseries. Um, they say there's a part three coming. And I'm very interested to see what that's about. I think it is going to show Azriel Clary leaving. Um, and, you know, parts of the trial that may be coming up. Um, but they don't have a release date for season three. Um, last I heard, R. Kelly's trial date was starting April 20th. That could change. But um, pray for these girls, even the ones that made it out years ago. Um, the girl that was braiding the hair, she's still hurt over it. You know, this kind of manipulation and damage does a lot. And it's not something that a few years of therapy or just a few sessions of therapy can fix. This is going to take prayer and meditation and genuine, sincere love, and a lot of, you know, searching within. So I I hope they all find the peace that they deserve and that they need to move on with their lives. But that's all I wanted to say. I just had to get that out. You know, this whole thing with R. Kelly is a mess, and I just want people to understand what's really going on. And that is kind of still happening, even though he's in jail. But again, you need to watch part two see how that goes. Um, Again, I'm the first lady with Cookie Chronicles. If you have any questions or you need any advice on love, sex, and relationships, I am the person to reach out to. You can find me at the first lady, D-A-F-I-R-S-T underscore L-A-D-I on Instagram or Tia the first lady on Facebook. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yo, this your boy Flaw 700. What's good, everybody? It's your guy Fresco. And we are the, the Podcast, Podcast Brothers. Brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about, actually? Our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh, bit of that. Oh, my goodness. No. You like that song? No. Not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It doesn't matter what song that is. Well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit. Real life brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And if you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for healthy debate. Makes for good dialogue, and it keeps the interest and the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform you can get a podcast that the podcast brothers is there. You dig? Chill. There's no turning back now. This is what makes me. This is what I am. Feel me? You can hate me now. QB. But I won't stop now. Cause I can't stop now. Brave heart. You can hate me now. Come on. But I won't stop now. Cause I can't stop now. You can hate me now. You can hate me now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Don't hate me. Hate the money I see. Clothes that I buy, ice that I wear, flows that I try, close your eyes, picture me rolling, sixes, money falling, chicken, honeys that swollen, the riches, knives get in ya, most critically acclaimed, Pulitzer, prize winner, best storyteller, thug narrator, my style's greater, model data, big threat to a lot of you haters, commentators, ringside try, watching my paper, almost a decade, quite impressive, most of the best is in the S's, for this rap stuff, that I stand for, expanding more to the big screen, Bill Gates dreams, but it seems you'd rather see me.
me in jail with state greens Want me off the scene fast, but good things last Like your favorite MC, still making some mean cast First rapper to bring a platinum plaque back to the projects But you still wanna hate? Be my guest, I suggest Alright, so we're getting to the discussion topic for this week's episode of The Awakened Soul, and this is a I, this is one that I think is going to be obvious, so I'm not acting like I'm breaking any new ground here, but I think going into 2020, we're still in the first month of it, is that it's something that I see that people around me, and I hope that they get a lot from this, and you know, um, shout out to Dan on Drugs, who just had an episode built around insecurity, um, and his openness on talking about his insecurities there was powerful. And um, just uh, again, the work that we're doing at the Breaks Media has just been amazing. So definitely check out a few loose screws. Uh, also check out Dan's other podcast, Black Law and Legal Lies. But let's get into the discussion topic this week. So I said it in during the In the Mind Hayes segment. Um, what we have this week is actually 10 ways to use your haters energy to fuel your own success and this has been something that i've kind of said on my platforms before but i've never really delved into it so as you guys know when i'm by myself i like to develop these lists and you know the whole pastor hayes uh thing that people have been saying but nonetheless we're gonna get into it so um we already really kind of uh we've already talked about the um hate and everything and how that's really more of an indication of that person's uh own insecurity and their doubt in themselves we're going to talk about how to use that to full fuel you so this isn't about the other parties we talked about that during in the mind haze i mean this is solely about you and so the first one that we're getting into the first way that you can use haters for your own success is that this is the this is the age-old one this you hear this one all the time understand that that means that you're doing something right the emergence of haters is a signal that you've reached a certain level of success. No one really hates on, on on someone who doesn't accomplish anything. You have some of those people who do. They just hate everyone and everything. But generally, if someone is focusing and pinpointing any amount of hate or energy on you, usually it means that you've either done, you're doing something right or you're doing something that they wish that they can do, but they haven't yet learned how to do it. So that's the first one. That's that, like I said, that's age old. Your mom probably told you that in, in elementary school and high school and everything else. So that's just the first one. But it's the first one for a reason, because it usually is an indication that you're doing something right or something that someone else wants to be able to do. But can't. second thing, this is the harder one. This is where it, it takes it takes you to kind of come down and and not not soup to the level. That's a negative connotation. But this one, it takes action from you. And that is that learn that their attitudes learn learn from a hater's attitude and learn how to be more accepting of others if you can learn to appreciate your haters if you can learn that what they're going through or why or take a look at the reason why they're hating and really try to evaluate that you're learning to accept other people you're learning to broaden your horizons you're learning to really grow and that's a that's a good thing there's nothing worse than someone who spends energy and time hating you and you don't you 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 learn from their hate or you accept their hate. Like how, like just just think about that for for a second. If someone is spending energy hating on you or throwing hate in your direction and you respond with either love, understanding or even just kindness, imagine how empty that's going to leave that hater to feel, right? And 
and like learning from it. Like when you when you respond with more negativity, you're not really learning from other people's hate or learning from their attitudes. You're really incorporating that into you and you don't need to do that. And that plays into our next one. Number three is use their criticism as a way to evaluate yourself. So when someone's throwing some type of hate in your direction, if you take that and learn, all right, let's say, for example, someone is, I'll use me, for example, everyone knows I can be slightly cocky. But when you learn that, uh, when you learn if that's someone's criticism of me and I'm learning, okay, this is, this is how I'm, I'm kind of, I am kind of coming from, let, let me take a step down from the cockiness and let me try to uh, root it in something else. You're learning from it. Um, a lot of criticisms can be rooted in jealousy. This is true. But sometimes the jealousy is well-founded. And when you can realize that some of that is founded, whether it's something that you intentionally do or something that you unintentionally do, and you need to realize, all right, this was my intent, but my intent necessarily didn't go over the way that I wanted to. If you can learn that from a hater, then you're continuing to grow from it. And you're not doing anything but improving yourself. You're fueling that to fuel your own success. Number four, be more humble. And uh, something that goes back to like the thing that I like, I... And like I've explained it before on the John Effect podcast, like while I am very cocky sometimes, it's because I know the work that I put in. But rather than talk about how good I am at something, I have learned more so talk about the work that has that takes to go in it. Be more humble about yourself. That's one thing that you can learn about your success is really humble yourself. Um, You may be more accomplished than the people that are hating on you, as we said in number one, but still learn that even if you are more accomplished than those people that are hating on you, you can still learn from it. You can still take lessons from them. There's there's a saying that like my dad said before is that um, because he grew up in Chicago and I remember one time we were. Um, walking and there was like I don't want to say he was cracking but there was a homeless person on the side of the street and he was talking to us as we were like waiting on the bus or trying to go to the shed I can't remember exactly what it was and he was talking to us and when we walked away I was like dad why'd you like why'd you have a whole conversation with that guy he's homeless like what and my dad looked at me and he said son even though he's homeless me listening to what he had to say could help me not be where he is me listening to his story could help me go get over something that may come my way in the future and so because of that like you have to humble yourself you have to be willing to help people um you should be humble in your responses to people again that go, goes back to me not saying how good you are at something but to, but highlighting the work that you put into it highlight the methods that you use to get as good as what you did and that's when you teach people it's easy to sit there and say i'm the best at audio and video editing in the world such and such Jax is the best director in the world it's easy to say that but it's hard but it's sometimes harder to be or it's or let me not say it's harder but it should it's easier for people to digest and you're actually helping people when you don't talk about just how good you are you talk about yeah man I, I went on YouTube and watched this video to do this or I did this by trial and error you're then teaching someone or, or making sure that they know that hey you can achieve this too number five Use the haters to learn how to deal with conflict. And this is the biggest one. It is easy to respond to hate with hate. It's easy to respond to tension with tension. You like you hear people and they talk about how they get an attitude with people because they get attitudes with them. That's one of the stupidest things that I've heard. Like, I, I don't believe in that um, personally is to get an attitude just because you feel like someone's getting an attitude with you because you're taking away your ability and your power of choice and to be the bigger person in that state that sense so to go back to our number five it's use them to learn how to deal with conflict a hater is really just an obstacle and a challenge when you look at it so if you if you learn how to deal with those conflicts and those haters in a productive and constructive way 
you're you're teaching yourself and you're 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 putting in processes on how you're going to start dealing with conflict and if you're going to continue to be successful in what you're doing and gain more haters you're going to have to learn how to deal with conflict it's easy to deal with love it's harder how to deal with conflict so use your haters in the situations that you run with that you run into them in and those conversations to learn how to deal with conflict when you do that you'll see how much easier it is to deal with other things around you learn how to handle conflict and dealing with a hater is a perfect example and situation to learn how to deal with conflict amongst people, amongst your peers, and just in general. If you can learn to talk to your haters in a positive way, if you can learn to talk to the people that hate on you it, with respect, then other conflicts that pop up, you'll be you'll be better at dealing with. Number six, this is a harder one. This is one that I had to learn over my uh, my life is learn how to control your anger. I say all the time that I had an anger issue from 19 until 29. I'm 33 now. Um, and it was something, some of it was learned, but I can't place all that on the, the the things and people that I learned it from. Some of it is just learning to calm down, take a breath, and being okay with stepping back from something. I think for me personally, the biggest thing in me learning to do with my anger was learning that, all right, it's okay. If I can't do it right now, it's okay. Let me step back. Let me go do something else and let me come back to it with a clearer mind. When you deal with haters and a way that you can use it to fool your own success is learn how to deal with anger. You're going to get angry when people hate on you. Not saying every time or all the time, but it's going to happen. If you can learn how to deal with that and take the anger out of that when it comes, that's how you're using your haters to fuel to fuel your own success. You're leaving them angry, but yet you're taking no anger along with you. You're dealing with it in kindness. And if you're able to do that, that's definitely going to help you in the long run as well. Number seven, use your haters to learn how to ignore negative influences. I can't say enough. Like we live in an all connected age, right? We live. How often are you scrolling down your Twitter timeline, Facebook, and it's easier to gravitate towards hate or to see the negative like we are so surrounded by people who have these opinions of these negative opinions and that's what they use their platforms for but when you take people who are throwing hate or just haters in general who may not even be throwing at you maybe they're throwing it at an artist you like when you learn to take that and you ignore it like you don't let it chink your armor at all you're you're teaching and training your body and how to react to negative negativity and i think that's important there are always going to be negative people in your life. There are always going to be negative opinions in your life. When you when you learn to worry less about those and and you like everyone can't be like you. That's the thing that you need to realize is that everyone isn't going to understand you. Everyone isn't going to to be like you. And when they throw hate your way and they try to influence you to, to respond or react like them, sometimes people just want to see you swoop down to their level. When you feel less of an urge to get with those people, when you feel less of an urge to interact with those people, when you feel less of an urge to to even give those people any time of your day, you're teaching yourself how to ignore the negativity. And that's an important part if you're going to be successful, because negativity, unfortunately, it does come with success. So we need to learn how to ignore that as well. Number eight, this is an important one, and this is one that I live by every day, is utilize your haters to become a more independent thinker. So even and this and this is kind of one of those you have to learn to walk the balance, right? Because you can have a thing. There is such thing as irrational confidence. But when you when you deal with your haters in a way that you you don't let it affect your way of thinking, you're teaching yourself how to be an independent thinker. You're teaching yourself how to be OK with thinking different than other people. You're teaching yourself how to be OK with 
standing out amongst the people and, and just supporting your own. You don't everyone doesn't have to share the same beliefs as you. So don't take it as a personal insult. Don't take it as an insult of your character. Don't take it as an insult of the things you love. Not everyone is going to think and see the world the way that you do. When you learn to not be sidetracked by people seeing it differently than you, then you're able to be and you're able to start thinking more independently of others. You're able to start seeing your ideas through and not getting sidetracked by the thoughts and ideas that other people have about your thoughts and ideas. Right. So it's easier to be a naysayer. It's easy to sit there when you get hate thrown your way for an idea you have to sit there and second guess it and think, uh, well, maybe I shouldn't be going about it this way. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I don't have what it takes to do X, Y, Z. No. When you're learning to deal and use haters for your success, you're, you're becoming a more independent thinker. So you want to think independently. Be OK with being different. That's how you use your haters to fuel your success, because you don't you're not going to let them throw you off your game. You're not going to let them throw you off your idea. Allow them allow it to help build your independent thinking. Number nine, we're almost at the end. Allow your haters to motivate you. That's how you can use it for your own success. That goes back to what I said during the In the Mind Hey segment is really when you when you get hate and stuff thrown your way and you know that it's because you're doing something great or you're doing or you're on the right path. Use it. You don't have to return hate energy, but you can still use it to fuel you. When someone throws hate your way, say, all right, I'm going to show you. I'm, I can show you better than I can tell you. That goes back to the Disney Plus thing and the announcement of that. I didn't respond. I didn't say anything to the to the people who were doubtful of it because I didn't need to because I knew I was going to prove it to them. And now those people are quiet. That's motivation in me. Use the ability to shut your haters up as motivation. When you argue, when you go back and forth and argue with haters, neither one of you are winning. But when you let them talk, 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 and you shut them up by just proving your success, proving how good you are. That's some of the biggest motive. You'll want to keep chasing that high. The next time a naysayer pops up, you'll be like, all right, just watch. Watch me. Watch what I do. That is the biggest way to motivate yourself because that quietness, when you can hear that pin drop and they were so boisterous before, that is powerful. I will go on and say that that's probably one of the most powerful things that you can do and get to somebody with. So allow them to motivate you. And number 10 on how you can use your haters to fuel your success. This is the, this is the last one. This is the one that I wanted to leave you guys on is appreciate your victories. Haters can be a great way to appreciate your victories. Accomplishing something that people told you that they that they didn't think you could do is a great feeling. That goes back to what we just talked about. Appreciate it. Just focus on the victory, not the hate like that. Because you, you, you've just accomplished something, regardless of what, all the work that you've had to go into, whether they, it was seen or unseen, the work that you had, that went into accomplishing that. Appreciate that victory. Sit on that victory. Celebrate that victory. That is how you can use haters to, to fuel your success, because you're now you're celebrating your victory. They were celebrating the idea of you failing. Now you're just celebrating your victory. You didn't even have to. They don't they didn't even have to be included in it when they see your celebration, because clearly they're watching you. They're watching you. That that goes without saying. If somebody who's hating on you is clearly watching you, because what else would they be hating on? That just goes back to like something like with how many people are on social media and someone that doesn't even follow them comments on stuff that they go on, that they have going on because they are watching you. So when they when they when you already know that they are watching you and then you appreciate and celebrate your victories and you know that they were watching you, that's that's victory of in, in, in of itself. That's it. I, like I said, it was a fairly shorter episode this week um, on, on 
uh, The Awakened Soul, but I really wanted to talk about these topics and talk about these things because as we go into the new year, as we're trying to accomplish, I hope that everyone's trying to accomplish new things and new goals. I don't believe in resolutions, but I do believe in setting goals for yourself. And as we're achieving our goals uh, for this new year, for just going forward, not just this year, but going forward from, the, from the, this point on, there's, there's going to be haters that come. There's going to be naysayers. There's going to be doubters. And I wanted everyone to get this armor and to get the, get prepared for how they're going to overcome and use these haters and doubters to fuel their own success. I'm your host, CEO Hayes. You can follow me at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow the podcast at Awaken Soul Pod. You can also uh, send us any email, uh, questions, comments, concerns to Pod at gmail.com. Make sure you also go and check out The Film Frequency, which is my podcast I do with JB. Um, we're hitting a bunch of content. We have mini-sodes, full review episodes, news episodes. Also on the YouTube, we're doing exclusive mini-reviews there. It's a lot of content that's coming out from that podcast, which I'm really proud of. So make sure you're going and checking that out as well but that's it i got nothing left this week i'm sick as hell i'm I'm glad that i was able to make it through this recording without coughing once i'm sure this coughing spree is coming as soon as i start recording so i thank you i love each and every one of you guys you don't know how much you fuel me to continue to be successful in this podcast and i appreciate you guys and you know the last episode with uh with gail it it came very close to beating uh the the um the most downloaded episode well not so our most downloaded episode of this podcast was the infinity war review which did like fifty thousand over the course of its lifetime i don't even count that one because we're never going to achieve that again. well let me not say never but that that one's an anomaly but uh, the one with gail came very close to being our most high, uh most downloaded episode yet and so that just tells me a few things people are really spreading the word of this podcast and i appreciate you guys i love you guys so fucking much you have no idea how much you've helped save my life and improve me as a person um and a lot of these things that i do do for you guys with the video and everything is really just trying to me to give back with the, the love that you guys have given me since i started this podcast about two and a half years ago so enough of the sappy stuff i already gave my social media i love you guys i'm out peace <laughs>
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.